People often ask me why I am so passionate about speaking out about abortion and my position as a very staunch uh, pro-life supporter of my family. And I have been involved in the pro-life movement for decades and have worked alongside uh, crisis pregnancy centers and subsequent um, pro-life organizations, both uh, in ministry when my husband was pastoring full-time and now as part of HeidiStJohn.com and via The Busy Mom. And the reason why I am so passionate about pro-life is because God is passionate about life. God is the author of life and he is passionate about it. And whatever God is passionate about, that's what I want to be passionate about today. Hey guys, this is Heidi St. John and you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the sanctity of life and how you can help save a stork with me. Uh, before I get into this uh, podcast, I want to just encourage you, if you haven't done so already, hop on over to iTunes, leave me a review. I would be thrilled if you would do that. And uh, we love to get your feedback here at the Busy Mom Podcast. Uh, many of the topics that you hear me talk about come from um, listener ideas that are sent to podcast at thebusymom.com. And we go through those and choose which one of them, which one of the topics we believe are most relevant to what's happening now. And we are reading them. So we're listening to what you're saying and would love to partner with you and to talk about things that are important to you. I had a mom write me not too long ago, and she said that she'd seen me on Instagram uh, in a shirt that says, save a stork. <laughs> she goes, I didn't know you were an animal rights activist. And I was like, I'm not. I should probably explain that. Um, I, I love animals, but I'm not um, out to actually save a stork. What I'm doing is I am trying to help spread awareness um, about an organization that I have been doing work with on and off now for about four years called Save the Storks. And I'm going to link back to them uh, today at the show notes. But basically, Save the Storks partners with pregnancy resource centers all over the nation and provides them with powerful tools and training so that they can effectively reach and serve um, abortion-minded mothers who are expecting. And what they do is they empower those moms to choose life for their unborn babies by making the highest quality and most beautiful mobile medical vehicles available to these moms. So they call them stork buses. And if you uh, will link back to, I'll probably, let me, I'll just put a picture up for you at the show notes today so you can see what these stork buses look like on the inside and the out. Uh, but the stork buses allow uh, their partners to go where abortion vulnerable women are likely to be, such as the front of abortion clinics or maybe um, in a university campus. And what happens is these moms can go into a stork bus and they're beautiful. Yes, check out the pictures at the show notes. They're gorgeous. Moms can go into stork buses and they can um, get a sonogram of their baby. They can see their baby's heartbeat. Um, they're private. They're um, well appointed. It's just, it's like getting a hug from the Lord walking into one of those buses. I can tell you because I did a live periscope of uh, a stork bus last summer when I was in Los Angeles. And so what the stork buses do is they go to where the women need their services rather than expecting the women to come to them. And I just spoke about this in Chattanooga a couple of weeks ago, and I asked everybody who had heard of Save the Storks to raise their hand. And only two women of all the 250 or 260 people in the room had ever even heard of Save the Storks. And so I want to encourage you today, look it up, uh, go through the link that's on my website, and you can actually help uh, me 
help save the storks and serve these mothers and save their babies. That's why they're called a stork. So a stork carries an expectant, you know, a little bundle and these moms are carrying these precious, uh, precious bundles. So I want you to go ahead and, and uh, click on the link. But more than that, I want you to consider partnering with me and supporting them uh, by giving them a monthly donation. So the other question that I asked about um, was why they called themselves um, Save the Storks. And I thought it was interesting enough. I think it's provocative. Uh, you may have seen, if you're not following me on Instagram, I hope that you will. You can find me at Heidi St. John. Uh, uh, I'll link back to that also if I can remember it in the podcast notes. Um, but my son-in-law and my son went to Dollywood with us recently and they were wearing their uh, Save the Storks t-shirts and they say, a stork, you know, the storks are coming. <laughs> and a lot of people stopped them to ask them uh, why they were wearing those shirts. And uh, SaveTheStorks.com tells about where they got their name. And it says, many of us learned when we were kids that babies were brought to us by storks, right? I did. Um, the storks legendary standing makes it the perfect symbol for this pro-life ministry. Storks represent mothers and our commitment to caring for mothers by offering them hope, compassion, and truth ultimately saves lives as well. I just want to stop right there because the reason that I segued from Monday's podcast to this one is because we were talking about the importance of um, grace and truth. And that's something I love, love, love about Save the Storks. It is Jesus. These these guys are being Jesus to these moms. They are offering them hope, compassion, and truth by showing them pictures of their unborn babies. These moms are not going to hear the truth in an abortion clinic, I promise you. Nobody at Planned Parenthood is going to show these moms um, pictures of their unborn babies. And uh, Save the Storks will do that. And there's another reason that they chose the stork as the symbol for their organization. It's fun. It's playful, it's whimsical, and it's an, um, in a time when the pro-life debate has been defined by catchphrases and cliches, Save the Storks is bringing a lighthearted and outside-of-the-box view to the conversation. Um, their website says that most people are used to campaigns that are about saving animals, and when they hear the name, they wonder who in the world would kill a stork. And that's true. And I can certainly tell you that that's what's been happening uh, with our family as we wear these shirts around the country and stand for life all the time, wherever we go. You you know that um, I talk often about the culture and parenting and homeschooling and following God on the podcast. And I've said to you many times, and I'm going to repeat it today, it doesn't really matter uh, what I think about this issue. It really only matters what God thinks. And in the last decade or two, probably, it seems as if um, two societal issues have been on the minds of the people inside and outside of churches across the nation. And many Sundays, church congregants are going to hear their pastor get behind the pulpit, and he's going to talk about a current event. But oftentimes, we skirt around the really, really big ones because uh, they're the elephant in the room. And this is with the cause. You know, these these issues are um, becoming uh, more and more... Um, in your face and have increased in the last handful of years. And issues like homosexuality and abortion, however, they're here to stay. And so instead of Christians lamenting the Supreme Court's decision, which I have done on this podcast many times, but instead of for us to continue lamenting these decisions, I want to start offering you ways to get involved and actually affect change and be Jesus to the culture around you. And the best thing that we can do is preach the gospel uh, to those who don't know it. And so in order to do that, we've got to be armed with what? You guys know the answer to this, right? We've got to be armed with the truth. And to help with that, I'm going to provide you with a little bit of direction today. Here are some of the top uh, Bible verses that talk about abortion and the sanctity of life. One of my favorite ones, Psalm 127, and I will link back to, to these in the show notes today. Psalm 127, verse 3 
Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. They're a reward. The Bible says the fruit of the womb is a reward. And the Bible tells us time and time again that children are a gift. They are a gift from God. And with that in mind, it would be despising that gift to kill it, right? Psalm 139, 13 through 16 says, For you form my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, those of you listening to this podcast who've had a baby know exactly uh, the, the moment when you see your baby on a sonogram for the first time, which is why these uh, stork buses are so important. It gives a, a real life image of what's happening in secret. The Bible says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. This verse is so important when you're talking about abortion, because if God is the one who forms every individual, even in the womb, then no one should have the right to destroy it. No one. Genesis 1, 26 through 27 tells us that we are made in the image of God, which certainly means every unborn child made in the image of God. In Psalm 22, verse 10, we read from birth, I was cast on you from my mother's womb. You have been my God. There are so many verses, you guys, that talk about personhood, that talk about how God saw us as valuable and he cared about us before we were born. And although it's not explicitly about abortion, um, Exodus 20 verse 13 says, you shall not murder. And it depends on your uh, point of view on this issue. But for me, abortion is equal to murder because I believe that a baby, a fetus, is an actual person and that by uh, aborting it, uh, those who abort those babies are actually committing murder. We need to be asking the Lord about the sanctity of life and and um, getting involved where we can. You have a voice. You have the ability to get involved. On April 22nd, lifenews.com uh, reported that Alabama Democrats had killed a bill that would define an unborn baby as a person and ban abortions. It goes on to say that Alabama Democrats managed to block a bill on Thursday that would have recognized unborn babies as people in the state constitution. The bill would have defined a person as any human being from the moment of fertilization in the Alabama constitution. If it had passed in the legislature, the amendment would have been put uh, on the ballot for voters to approve. Alabama State Representative Henry Hartzell sponsored the amendment. He said that the bill probably would not end abortions in the state right away, but it could set a precedent for the future. I believe it's not a direct attack on abortion, Henry said after the vote, but if, Alab if Alabamans believe that life begins at conception, then it does not cause abortion to be in conflict with our values. But on Thursday, House Democrats filibustered the bill until the chamber adjourned for the day, according to the Associated Press. The legislative session would end in five days, and the bill is unlikely to come to the floor again, said the report. There's no time, Henry said on Thursday. It's essentially dead. Now, the thing that, that just breaks my heart about this is that we are, um, we are being given over and over and over in this country the opportunity to stand for life. And one of the things that I love about what Save the Storks is doing is they're saying, you know what, forget it. We're not going to wait around for the Alabama legislature to do the right thing. We're not going to wait around for uh, the, the Supreme Court to uh, go back and, and change its ruling and protect the lives of the most innocent and most vulnerable among us. We're going to actually get out there and take these, what I call them as truth mobiles, out to these moms so that they can see what's going on um, 
inside of them so they can see their unborn baby. Um, and here's what's really cool, you guys. If you do the statistics about Save the Storks, they have a fantastic, fantastic success rate. Many, many, many of the women that get onto those buses, in fact, 84%. Um, of the women who've had abortions say that they didn't have all the information that they needed before they chose abortion. And most abortion clinics claim to be neutral when it comes to a woman's choice about her pregnancy, but they're not. Abortion clinics make a huge profit off of abortion, and so many pressure expectant mothers in that direction. And that was certainly my experience. I went and visited Planned Parenthood when I was pregnant with my uh, second daughter back in 1992. And uh, I can tell you that when I went in there, I went for a free pregnancy test because I couldn't find one any place else. And at that point, if you went to the grocery store, a pregnancy test could have been as much as $30. So when you're talking about, you know, starving college kids, $30 seemed like, and kind of still does, seems like a lot of money. Anyway, so I went down to Planned Parenthood and they came back and said, oh, we're so sorry you are pregnant and um, here's a couple of options for you. They did not refer me to an OB. They referred me to um, a surgical center in Portland that would have aborted our daughter, Sierra. And so uh, that's my testimony. That's my personal testimony. And what Save the Storks does is it puts their pregnancy centers up close to these expectant moms to help them understand the physical, spiritual, emotional, and social effects of abortion. And once they're connected, these centers let expectant moms know that they're going to have all the support they need to choose life for their child. You guys, there is power in an ultrasound, power in a sonogram. And when most women see a sonogram image of their unborn child, their maternal instinct kicks in. And the distinct body parts and facial features of their baby make the issue about life, not just a blob of tissue. So that's the beauty and uh, power of ultrasound technology. So I want to encourage you um, for just $30 a month, you can help me serve mothers and save babies by partnering with Save the Storks and getting involved right from where you are, right from your laptop computer. You can get involved and you can be a part of what God is doing through Save the Storks around the country. Also, you might just want to click on their menu and look in their store because they have some pretty awesome Save the Storks shirts and you can wear those anywhere you go and just watch how people will ask you questions. Just happened to us in a... um an elevator in a hotel the other day. We were wearing our Save the Storks shirts and a lady asked me about it. And she said, "What? why are you saving storks? And I said, actually, we're helping moms who um, are considering abortion. We're gonna help them choose life and save the stork and save the baby that she's carrying. And they were like, that's the coolest thing ever. So it's pretty neat to see the, the positive for change, the positive responses that Save the Storks is getting while they're doing an incredibly important eternal thing. So check it out, savethestorks.com. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.